0: Hi, I'm Marty. I'm Dave. I'm John. I'm Aaron. And this is Door 14 Hockey. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Door 14 Hockey Podcast. I'm your host Marty alongside Aaron. Hey. And John. Hello. Again, that confusion thing of like, you know, who to go to first? They have been missing and therefore kind of puts me off my flow. Um, yeah, who to go to first? But I always go with whoever's facing me first and then go that way. Well, uh... Anti clockwise for people who can't see. You go it's... that
1: way. That that's great radio right there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, guys, how we doing?
2: All good.
1: Good. Yeah, I'm uh, You're coming uh, I'm off exception. a high. I am coming off a high. Had <laughs> yeah. an absolutely brilliant experience on Tuesday. Did you? Um, you know what? What am wearing you, around my neck? What are you wearing around your neck, John? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You tell me. What am I wearing around my neck? You tell us. It's a Belfast Giants uh, media pass. Oh, Do you guys have one?
0: No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh God! Why did you Why would you walk away with that? It's It's illegal. You should have left it there. You look, stole it. It's stolen. No, we can't no, no, air look, this podcast now because you're a thief.
1: Well, this is why Dave's not here. He's, he's terrified that he's going to get <laughs> caught as a thief. I at least I'm owning my potential mistake, which I'm not entirely sure is a mistake. I look, I've asked Brooksy the question. I'm waiting to hear back from him. Does he need it back? Um. So we'll we'll find out soon enough. It looks fancy. I quite like the lanyard. I know it's a, a friendship for lanyard from last year,
0: which, funny enough, we're gonna be talking about later on in this podcast. Um, yeah, it was um, a bit of a, a sp- well. I think I don't know how it even all came about fully, but um, when we kind of got word that yes, you could have media passes for the CHL the latest CHL game, I think we were all kind of like, what? Huh? So
1: essentially, what? How, how it came about, how it came about is um, everyone who listens knows that obviously. I went through the accreditation process for the elite league oh, this did year, you, John, and I, right. I did. did you? I got accredited, really? but that seems to be as far as the elite league have taken it. Is to send me an email to say that yes, you're accredited. So far, nothing else has happened. Um, so I have That's no idea trying what's to figure happened.
2: out how that mistake happened. Yeah, or exactly. I, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, who are these? People? Did you hit reply all and say yes? <laughs> so I took the notion last weekend of if you don't ask, you don't get. So the I knew that the main guy to ask was obviously going to be Brooksy. So threw him a message and just said, look, what's the chances CHL's in town. It's the last time this season, more than likely based on the results, potentially what was going to happen. It was against Lulea. Last time that the CHL might be in town. It's like, it's not an experience that may happen for another, well, year or so. So what's the chances of getting down as media? And hundred percent fair credit um, was just a straight response. Yes, no problem. Um, so myself and Dave went down on Tuesday night and we're up in the media box to start with chatting with the, the guys up there and then managed to get ourselves down to uh, the coach's press conference and also got to uh, jump in with the interviews with the guy, the other press guys on uh, a couple of players as well. Cool. Um, but we're going to chat about that later on. In. Yeah.
0: Um, if anything, at least it was a, a good learning experience for us to kind of maybe take forward, you know. No, definitely. There's
1: there's a learning experience there. We're looking at um, how it can be used to kind of extend some content for the podcast Um, I suppose the key thing to note is that we're, we're obviously not, uh, the kind of podcast with a social media presence that does the play by play. We're, we're not going to do game reports. Um, I had a, a quick try during that CHL game of taking like enough notes to produce uh, a game report at the end of it. I'm going to be honest, the guys who produced the game reports and everything, fair play to you because I don't know how you get them out on the same night. I don't know how you um get all the writing done um picking all the stats and everything as well i was trying to get um goal times and everything and i know i could get it on the game sheet later on but i was trying to type it all so i could produce it as quickly as possible then i realized that's not who i am that's not my bag so yeah that's probably not going to be what we're going to produce but what we might look at is the the interview side i think that's definitely a a potential the future. Um, so yeah. if we if we get the green light later on we'll we'll obviously ask the question of the the team and we'll see and it's obviously something that we want to roll out to other places as well as we visit if the potential's there yeah of course we'd, we'd love to chat to others yep. so if the Elite League stuff doesn't come out if uh, other teams are, are not ready for it be prepared for our Twitter DM barrage <laughs> and uh, <laughs> emails in the volume that may be considered spam
2: and uh, Aaron how are you doing? I'm, oh, I don't have an exciting story like that at all no neither do I really I watched the game from home I I watched
0: the game from the halfway through the second period. I finally got in. Um, and yeah, we we waved to you as you walked in. You did. That was nice of you. You sitting um, down
2: door fourteen all by yourself? Of course yourself?
0: I was. No, wasn't that by myself? You know the usual gang. Of oh yes, people were there. But uh, you know I didn't I didn't abandon door fourteen like some others did. Get get too big. No, for no, the no. boots. Let's let's anyway. Honest, let's move on. on. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's take a quick look at the current standings again. We're only into the first month, we're only into the first month. We're moving into October now, um. So very little games have actually been played overall. It's I think six games, maybe max, for most teams. Um, so I'm still on four. But let's take a quick look across the league and see where the standings are as we speak. Uh, sitting top of the league there, um, uh, with six games played and ten points is the Glasgow Clan, followed by the Cardiff Devils with four games played and six points, and the Fife Flyers in third with four games and six points as well. Uh, Sheffield are sitting fourth with six games and six points. Giants are sitting there in fifth with three games or yep, three games, five points. Panthers, uh, six games, five points. Dundee in seventh with six games played, five points. Uh, Coventry are sitting there in eighth place with five games played and four points. And taking up at the end of the league there, then is Guilford in ninth and Manchester in tenth, both on six games and four points. Um, very early days, very very early days, shall we say? But um, Glasgow. A uh, bit of a surprise when they're uh, playing quite well. They've had, I think, it was the last six games they've played, both within the cup and also the league. Um, coming out with full points at the last six games, they're they're on a wee bit of a run there.
1: It's a massive surprise to see them as the form team, and if you look at them on social media, they are definitely taking that and running with it as being <laughs> the the form team. I mean, fair play if you perform the way that they have over the last few seasons, you're going to take any success and uh, draw it out to the nth degree if you can yeah who all, who all have they played at the moment um Creeping not sure not sure what they um, great I'd ask a question that we clearly don't know the answer to and just throw out there that we're completely aren't, you the, guy with the, aren't you the guy with the media pass so far well
0: so far, <laughs> well, so, far you should
2: know
3: this stuff,
0: so far the clan have played uh, Cardiff Devils twice um beaten and one of those was a big result which was yep. 6-2 for the Glasgow clan against uh, Cardiff Devils and that was back at the start of the season uh, they've also played against Sheffield Nottingham. Uh, twice shall we say yep not in twice beating them both games that was a double header and in this past weekend they were playing Manchester Storm and beat them 4-1 um, so there's been a variation of different teams a couple of double headers there as well
1: um, right John
2: hand over your media pass this guy wins <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry
1: I'm here Dave can hand over they his they <laughs> were also um, they're
2: also celebrating this
0: past weekend they're also celebrating their 10th year 10th anniversary can, we, d- can, right, can
1: we talk about With, this for two seconds Okay. right this is a team fair play they're celebrating their 10th anniversary as a franchise yes let's be very clear they're celebrating their second year as their current team
4: Glasgow Clan. they had
1: to go back and wear uh they went to a throwback jersey and wore a brayhead clan yeah. jersey again at the weekend yeah which they were like it, it shares designs with them um, the previous the first season jersey and this season jersey i was like no it's not that's the first season jersey you've just dug out the cupboard it, it, for me, <laughs> a team that couldn't spend 10 years as one franchise, as one team name, and I, I totally understand the the basis that they had for changing the name, even if it is hilarious and stupid and the rest of the league thought they were daft for doing it. I totally understand it, but why didn't they do something interesting with it and put Brayhead Clan on the jersey with their new logo
0: no i think it was the, actually, i think it should have been the complete opposite it should way around have been glasgow don't with, mess around with the new and you've got and confuse things more i think it should have been glasgow clan with the old so just, to what, just say, the weird two
1: yeah, gremlin think, yeah, yeah,
0: monster. they should, things. They should have we, used the weird two gremlin monster yeah. things but with glasgow on it rather than Brayhead. and i think that's why they should have went I don't with know, it
1: like, right open it up that way like either way some kind of mashup between the two was fine it's confusing branding to wear a throwback jersey on your 10th anniversary for a team name that you no longer use, that you couldn't go ten even 10 years wearing, to then completely throw it back to wearing Brayhead Clan and what was their second logo. Mm. So it wasn't their original logo, they wore their second logo yep. as the Brayhead Clan, but they're currently called the Glasgow Clan. So it wasn't even a pure throwback.
0: It's still, let's not take away the fact that we're celebrating their 10 year. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well done for a well, well
1: done for celebrating your 10th anniversary <laughs> on your second anniversary. I don't
0: and with think. a weird name. With a don't different care. name from Listen, the team that you're named as now.
1: I'll see the Glasgow clan playing on Saturday. Um, hopefully and Sunday. If I can convince Catherine to go to both
5: games.
0: And that's a doubleheader against the Giants. And um, one of those games or two of those games are Challenge nope. game?
1: Cup. One No, Cup. Cup League split, so Saturday's game is Cup, which is a must-win for I'm Belfast. I'm just about to move on
0: to that, so don't go into any more of that, because I'm just about to move on to okay, the Okay, in the, the cup second, standings. the Sunday
1: game is a league
0: game. Yeah. um, You've mentioned there, but we'll move on to the Cup standings um, as they currently sit, Um, looking at Group A. Group A is obviously uh, Dundee, Glasgow, Belfast, and Fife Flyers. Uh, as John mentioned, the Belfast Giants need to win um against the Glasgow clan in order to um clinch, uh, basically movement on into the next stage of the challenge cup and let's be clear it's sit...
1: it's going forward in second place
0: yeah um as we said dundee stars have actually already qualified for the next round with six games played and 10 points uh glasgow clan are sitting in second there with five games played and four points belfast giants are sitting with five games played and four points and the five flyers are sitting with six games played and four points
1: take a take a moment to appreciate what dundee have done in that group You'll look at um, how they've performed there. Six games, so they've played all of their, their games in the Challenge Cup um, group stage, as have five Flyers, who are um, 100% out this year. Um, so there goes one of my predictions already. Um, the the Dundee Stars played 6 won 5 for 10 points. Yeah. That's, that's epic, and, and that includes two, I don't want to say comfortable wins over the Giants no, it's I wouldn't not, say they're
0: comfortable because it was 4-3 both games were
1: 4-3 4-3 but at no point in those games did the Belfast Giants look like the no. Challenge Cup defending no. Belfast Giants no no. Um, but that takes absolutely nothing away from the fact that the Dundee Stars have gone 5-1 and one yeah. in the Challenge Cup so far I mean
0: Dundee start off with two scorcher um, of games like against Glasgow Clan First game, uh was ended six three. The second game ended seven two in Dundee's favor. I mean, there that was big score straight away. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Glasgow were going through that earlier period, and we we seen that press conference that happened after those first games. You know, um, with Glasgow's um coach, but you know, and maybe they've made they've kind of maybe come back and kind of turned into this slightly turned around their their the start of their season already, Glasgow. But, uh Dundee, as you say, you know, let's not take away. They've, I mean, that's a phenomenal score so far. I mean. I think the only people who've beat them is yeah, Fife. Fife, Fife. Are the only team that beat them two 0 um, and that's
1: the only two points that Fife managed to take one. in yeah. the uh, Challenge Cup this year.
0: So I mean, um, that's 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 telling. Um, and again, this weekend is going to be a you know a test, and the Giants are going to have to work to kind of you know continue in the competition. Well, as you say, Glasgow's
2: on a on a roll at the moment. And so they are.
0: so we, you never know what's going to happen with that it, final weekend.
1: There's nothing certain about this. Nope. I mean, both teams are coming to this. Playing for progression, yeah. um And here we are. I think Challenge Cup. We've always kind of thought, as Belfast Giants fans, not that it's a given that we're going to go through, but we always look at the early stages as being right. It's just academic. We'll get through. If we don't get through in first, we're pretty much certain to get through in second. That's not happened this year. No. And like we're looking at crunch games in October. I know. Group
0: B then uh, is the Cardiff Devils, uh, Guildford Flames, and the Coventry Blaze. Uh, Cardiff are sitting top there with five games played and six points. Guilford is sitting second with four games played and five points. And Coventry players are five games played and four points, sitting there in last place in Group B. Um, is it right in thinking that it's two from, two from the other, two is it two top two teams from B and C, but it's top three teams from A? Is that the way? It, yeah, yeah. Isn't that what it works as?
1: no because that would give you an odd one, two, three, number four, five, six, of teams yeah. progressing through oh, i can't yeah. remember one, what the two. progression is i think there's the top two well, is... losers yeah across the three conferences so i think they do or the three um groups um i can't exactly remember because i think we tried to get our head around it moves on what, eight the eighth the next time
0: around it moves on the eighth the next time around i think isn't it not something to do with two teams from the two group B and group c is not like something to do with the overall scores between group b and c and the two final the two losers shall we
1: say one of those goes through There's something like that Essentially it does It goes through to a final eight So two teams Two teams are going to go out But we Top three in our group It can't be the top three Because otherwise Well no it's top three in our group it can't be because otherwise the game would already be settled and we would regret. No, maybe no, no, because it's Fife because, because
0: we need Fife to win. could and it yeah, goes cause to goal could be Yeah, because Fife could still do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's why. And doesn't go to goal difference. Remember, they were saying no, this is the whole thing we sent around. It's not goal difference. It didn't make much sense, but they've been using it for the last two right, years. Sorry, right,
1: sorry. That's what it is. So we are currently sitting third, but we have potential to end up in fourth yes, based correct. on other results. Games. Based on yeah. games
0: played. Yeah. Um, so, so that's the way it works. And that way Fife would jump in in place of the Giants. They would move into third based on games played. So we need to at least draw or win this weekend yeah
1: we need we need to take any kind of points yes essentially to take us above
0: five five. but which means we could actually qualify in third place which is not you know still qualifying but it's not you know where you think we would be so any
1: Um, keep me right then any overtime result means both teams progress
0: both who glasgow Glasgow and and belfast Belfast. yes right okay yeah as if the, the thing, Challenge Cup wasn't confusing enough as it is. I think the thing is though, wasn't it the fact that um, Glasgow would still would still go through for some reason? They, 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 would, they would be still above go through even if yeah. they lose. If they, they're still above five because if of they lose the differences, difference, yeah. yeah. And then the last group then is Group C, and that's Sheffield Steelers, uh, Nottingham Panthers, and the Manchester Storm, with Sheffield sitting top there with six points or eight points from six games. Uh, Panthers with five points from five games, and Manchester sitting bottom with two points from three games
2: storm's not Um, having a good time of it storm's not
0: having a good start to their season at all um they're having they're really struggling um this early on in the season um so it's not they're not they're not doing too well but then they didn't do too well last season either and we thought big things from them last season too Mm -hmm. um okay um there's no point really looking at the uh nhl standings because let's be honest there's been four games played i think across all some teams have only played two there's not really much point looking there even at like you know where teams are sitting and all that stuff but the only thing I will say um, about the NHL, I don't know if any guys, if you guys have been kind of keeping an eye on it. I know I've been doing it because of the, uh, I've been slightly more invested this season because of the fantasy hockey thing. Um, so I've been kind of keeping an eye a lot more on the scores. But um, I think the two, thing, the two things of note, the top two teams, well, actually there's even a top team sitting in the Pacific Division at the moment, which I'm quite surprised about, but top two teams in um, the Eastern, and um, especially Metropolitan Atlantic. I mean, uh, Carolina is sitting there top, four games played eight points have had a stellar start to their season
1: that bunch of jerks are sitting at the top of the <laughs> league as well
0: yeah i mean they've had a great start to their season already um uh, which isn't surprising at all um the biggest surprise will probably comes in the atlantic division with buffalo sitting there top spot four games played seven points and tampa have had a dodgy start to their season shall we say mm-hmm. three games played three points um it hasn't been a good start From i think it's the, their streak is one one and one um, so it's not not the best start for them, which is quite surprising, seeing how dominant they w- they have been the last two seasons. Um, starting start starting strong and staying strong the whole mm-hmm. way through their season. So saying that you Chesterman, could
1: you could have a worse start. You could be the the San Jose Sharks at the minute going zero and four.
0: Yeah, that's that was another one. Um, that was a team well. that people
1: kind of expected a lot of coming through the off season. Um, I don't think they had an absolutely flying start to preseason. I think they kind of had a rocky one. But everyone kind of expected that team to come together. Admittedly, we are, like you say, we're only three or four games yeah. in. Things could turn around. Look at what happened last season. Um, you, you had teams at the bottom that ended up at the top. Um, so there's not a lot to read into it at the minute. The no. best thing for me is that I'm currently uh, winning my matchup in fantasy hockey. So am I. That's what I was about <laughs> to ask. How's
2: the fantasy hockey going?
0: Um, well, it's, going, it's not going too bad. I've started kind of fully, finally get my head around it, Which is which is finally, you know, it's... It took a while, but I think as you know, as um as our as our as, as Mark was saying, it d- kind of takes you to kind of get into the flow of it to kind of get yeah. the full understanding, which is one hundred percent true. Um, but yeah, I'm leading mine as well. I'm leading five four against Mark, which is even happier. Well, I, I'm
1: sitting uh, <laughs> eight, eight two up on Craggy Islanders.
0: The Craggy Islanders love it. Um, and, uh, and what do you call John?
1: More than halfway through the the games uh, in this matchup, so it's an extended week one. Um, so we're we're more than halfway through now, so it's all looking rosy for me. Um, we should probably. How's Dave getting on? Dave's
0: losing the three at the moment against Sleeping Giants. Sleeping Giants. Sleeping Giants. And what are your teams called? Uh my team is the Belfast Leafs. No surprising. Belfast Leafs. Original. I'm
1: I'm the door 14 Potter. <laughs> of course.
0: A pretty good one. And then Dave's is Dave's roughnecks. Um so Dave's Roughnecks. Yeah. But yeah, no, good fun. Um I've definitely been paying more attention. And uh I I'm actually getting the, I I get the itch in the morning when if I don't get my oh yeah, if I don't get the check it and if I don't change up my lines in the morning, I'm like need to do it so when i'm sitting on the bus i'm like let's do it let's get the team ready for night so all my every single player on my lineup is playing tonight which is quite an interesting because it's big points on my offer so good let's good. do it um okay i think that's really it um
1: it's probably worth well just mentioning the um chl considering exactly i
0: had i have that tab open and i forgot to even talk about it i forgot to mention it uh yep chl action the group standings um last the last games of the group standings finished next week um, I think with the final games coming next Tuesday and Wednesday potentially yep. across all of the group stages. Um, at this stage, at the moment, um, when we look at when we look at Group C, because obviously the Giants are sitting there in Group C. Uh, Lalea um have currently qualified with eleven points from five games played. Um, and os um Panthers are sitting there with nine points from five games played. Um, Lieberk are six points from five games, and the Giants are four points from five games. Um, unfortunately, it looks like Giants will not be advancing. That's that's nailed in now, nailed so in, they the, will be the giants cannot advance nope. now.
1: Uh, considering that the only games that we have left now are against, against Liberec, yeah. So I think it comes no, qualification Lulea next week. No, no. Oh, sorry, Lulea. Sorry, yeah. uh, not Liberec. Uh, so we're playing Lulea. So um, they've already qualified, but we can't. No, now, we can't.
0: Um, we can't reach. The points they needed, so it's uh, not going to happen. But so I think... it
1: comes down to um, Berger and Lieberitz on yep. their final match about who will progress through on that side of I things. I think
0: Lieberitz need to win their match fu- fully, win their yep, match, they do. um, to qualify in any way. Um, but I think it was an, they end up being on the same points, but I have a funny feeling there's something to do with point differences there. Yeah, potentially. But, um, well, um, that's the way that's looking. Um, looking at the other elite league team, then it's currently sitting in the CHL and looking at Group H, then. Um, that is, uh, for Lunda Indians uh, are sitting top of that top of that group with ten points from five games played. Mountfield are sitting with nine points from five games. Cardiff Devils are sitting with eight points from five games, and the Grazers 99ers are sitting with three points from five games. Um, in this, in this, in this case, uh, I think is the Cardiff Devils have one more game left as well next Tuesday yep. against Forlunda. Um, tough game for the Devils because they were they were kind of a strong win by the Indians this past week. The devils, but the devils are taking a home. Well, they're coming home for this game. Um, is that correct?
1: Am I thinking right? All I think all the games are because they're all uh, home away. So they played. They played in, away last week, didn't they? Yeah, they played away on Tuesday night as yeah, well, so they're uh, facing home. off and losing, uh, in quite remarkable fashion, nine two to yeah, the Indians. Yeah. Um, but they have their return leg at home. They do. It's a must win. If they, for I them. mean,
0: if they win or if they, I think isn't it the win, if they draw, they could go tie with Mount, Mountfield, but then Mountfield... Potentially, goes, but like Mountfield, big lizards, so. Mountfield
1: are very likely to win their yeah, game as well. So I think at like the it. moment from Group H, it's probably going to be for London and Mountfield who go through there.
0: There's still a chance, you know, there's there is a chance. Lunda,
1: for Lunda haven't qualified yet nope, either. That's true. Um, if Mountfield and Cardiff win their two games... Then they will progress, they will progress. and for will not as defending so it's champions.
0: Quite interesting there. Um so that will be definitely a must-watch um game. And let's um, let's across. be fair,
1: we've kind of talked about it off the podcast. In this competition in the CHL, um, there is absolutely no reason for any other elite league teams to be hoping for an elite league team to fail. No, okay. definitely um, not. Um this is a competition and because this year there were two spaces opened up because of the Giants being offered the the space due to the Continental Cup second place. Um, this is an opportunity for the entire league to get behind other teams. Um, I think we've probably all seen on social media like fans from other teams maybe having a go at the other teams. And I mean, I'll be honest, like watching Cardiff getting beat 9-2, I might have cracked a little smile at that. But like at the same time, I want to see them progress. It would be great for the elite league. Exactly. Um. Mostly because at this moment, Belfast cannot progress. So it would be nice to see one of the teams progress, whether or not it happens. But once we get through the CHL side, if the Devils are put out as well, after that, couldn't care less about the Devils.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Um, So yes, this next week, next week then um, brings the group stages to an end. So next Tuesday night, I think I believe is both Cardiff and the Giants games are both next Tuesday night. I yeah, think. I think so. Um so they'll be on Free Sport and Premier Sport I believe. I think there's two separate I times. reckon
1: there will be two different face-off times because obviously um the Giants will be away yeah. um and the Devils will be at home. So what they did this week was the Devils faced off first. Um obviously having the earlier face-off yeah. uh, with it being at, give or take the same time uh, on the clock so sort of 7 7:30 uh local times so they may choose to do the same again i'm not sure about the time difference whether yeah. that works out so i would imagine one or both will get the, the broadcast but at this point if it was a choice between the two you know fine right that the devils will get the broadcast because yeah still have of a course chance. no big the, time the devils yep. are half the chance that the giants don't
0: and we do genuinely wish them luck because as you mentioned it's only going to be good for um uk hockey yeah. um if they can progress so we're going to wish them luck okay well, we'll move swiftly on to our period one of hockey if nobody else has anything nope, nope. let's go okay Let's move on to period one of hockey. Okay, period one is our roundup of just stories from around the UK. Um, guys, I'm gonna start off with probably the probably the biggest story that has broke this week. Um, and I know John, you had posted it up on our running order, but um let's let's talk about this story. Obviously, this is this I mean, I was looking today online and the first twenty-six searches on Google, when you search ice hockey in the UK, this story dominates with all major outlets reporting on this story, um, and that's obviously the story of Peter Check, uh, one-time goaltender, uh, so- soccer goaltender, or uh, uh, football if you're from the UK. Um, basically, putting the pads on and becoming a goalie for the uh, Guildford. Well, Guildford was Phoenix. Um, so, their, is that the fourth?
1: Team it's the fourth? it's the fourth tier, so it's N I H L. Um, two, south, three, south two, two uh, or um,
0: N I H L two. So Peter Check uh, is swapping the 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 field for uh, some ice and pads. But this is when this is when massive. This is when quite, as you can imagine, this went global. This is a a you know international caliber gold goaltender for um in one of the biggest sports in the world. Uh, basically putting on the pads, and there's been a lot of talk around. He still got a job day job working for Chelsea football team. Um, what's your thoughts?
1: I think, well, for a start, let's just talk about the initial impact that this announcement has had on the profile of British hockey in the country. Yep. Um, I was driving from Belfast to Dungannon this morning for work, and I was listening to Radio 1 because I still feel like I'm 18. And this story was reported on Radio 1 and the National Ice Hockey League, the NIHL got a shout out on radio one
3: yeah
1: (laughs) and i don't doubt it's been on media everywhere it's in the daily star um it's in almost every media news outlet in fact it was also on apple news as top news in the sports Mm. schedule and let's be honest this is also a time where you've had uh world athletics championships have been on the nhl is back playing the mlb is still playing i think they're in their postseason at this point but i'm not an mlb person The NFL is currently on. Uh, The Premier League is on. Um, All these other sporting things are on. The Rugby World Cup is on. The top story on Apple News for sport was Petr Cech signing
3: with the Guilford
1: Phoenix. So this has been the thing that's been in my head and I haven't said it to you guys purposely because I wanted to see what your reaction would be to this. Can you imagine the money that is going to be made at the gate on the first game that he sits either on the bench or gets a start. Now, let's be fair, he is signed as their third string netminder. Yeah. Okay, so it's not that he's coming in as the Guilford Flames starting netminder. He still has a technical role with Chelsea, Yep. where he's still working for them. So he is there as their third stringer. He's been training with the Flames, with the Phoenix, and he signed this as a third stringer. Obviously, they're going to play their games in the evening at the Spectrum. Um. So he's obviously got that time available where he can come in. I don't doubt he is going to get a start at some point in the NIHL. Yeah. The gate for that game is going to see that team set up financially for the rest of the season.
0: Potentially. I think it will be a good crowd for that first game anyway. Where, you know, definitely where will else be.
1: do you think the NIHL is going to get a sellout? And can you imagine the share of the gate? Now, I don't know the way that the NIHL works. Do you think the opposition get the share of a gate?
0: I don't know,
3: actually.
1: So, if you're sitting there as an opposition team that plays the phoenix you're sitting there hoping that petr check is going to be on the bench for that game or that he's going to be on the ice for that game I know, because if they do gate share for that because let's be fair these guys are pro-am these guys have or amateur amateur pro um like these guys all have jobs outside of this clearly so does petr check yeah he has a job outside of playing for them um so like any money that comes in if that's a gate share that's going to be Huge for these teams.
0: What I really, what I really find fascinating about it is, like, you've got this, like, this international, you know, retired international goal goalkeeper for you know, and like with what is it? he's got, like, one point eight million followers on Twitter alone. <laughs> um, I don't know amazing. how many. I don't know how many he's got on Instagram, but like, yes. that's that's mainstream bringing attention to that well, team. Yeah, the, and that, he's got that-
1: those for a good reason. He's former Chelsea and Liverpool. He's also the former Czech Republic captain. Um he has let me get this out, four FA Cup and three League Cup wins. Um and also was um has won the Champions League in twenty twelve. It's crazy. So like that's <laughs> to have a guy of that calibre from another sport come in and like just the press alone is priceless. Yeah. Yeah. So the spotlight that that's put on, do you know if I'm me or if I'm the elite league, I'm going, can you imagine? if like that had happened in the elite league yeah because they've got zero press from this this has been all about the phoenix and i think this is a key thing i think the flames did slightly jump on this and maybe shared the phoenix's tweets and stuff Mm. but this is all press for the NIH. but to be
0: fair if you look at if you look at um his own personal twitter that twitter account um and you look at the stuff he's been tweeting and everything else even over the last few months like he tweets constantly even about the flames and about just general ice hockey i was gonna the say day. did you he's square, a tweet did you a lot the there's even one yeah. where he's got one where he's he's, t- he's tweeted, retweeted one where there's like the giants are even in the photograph you know what i mean and it's but like did that you,
1: have you seen um the initial tweet that was put out did you see what he was wearing no so obviously we know last season he did a lot of training with the flames yes so his signing announcement photo was him in a guilford flames, flames jersey. jersey oh right, oh, right. Okay. so they, they've clearly obviously they're the main team the um phoenix are the farm team and like the flames got their oppressor out of that as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is huge for them. Yeah. So no, it's massive. I mean, it's, it's about profile. there's nothing else. It doesn't matter if he never touches the ice in all honesty, the profile that that's brought to the game. We can no longer go back and say that this is the best kept secret.
0: I would say it's not the secrets I, out there. I would say that he, I would say we will, he will get, get some time. Oh, he will. Oh, he will.
1: He'll he'll get, ice, get time. ice time. He will yeah, absolutely yeah. get ice time. Yeah, I think so. And I can't wait for the game report. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it's great. It's just, he's obviously doing it for the love of sport well yeah. he wants to he's, the love of that yeah. he's played it from, as a kid he played
1: it growing up he yeah. was a goaltender growing up and the only reason that he stopped playing was because um, essentially his professional football clubs wouldn't allow him to because yeah, yeah. of the risk of injury um, like you can imagine the, the press that would go around Liverpool and Chelsea if your starting goalkeeper couldn't be in nets because he <laughs> injured himself yeah. while he was training with a, a local ice hockey team yeah like it'd be that hap- which be happened mental.
0: last year for uh um don't know football that well, but didn't something then one of the didn't something happen one of the players um who went to visit Coventry Blues oh, last yeah. year and didn't one <laughs> of them get injured or was something? It, or? Was it, it,
1: was a, it was a footballer, not a rugby player, it was wasn't it? It was a footballer, yeah, yeah. he got hit by the puck,
0: yeah, during the game, that's the right, game. yep, because they had been there, they'd was been that Mil-
1: was that Milton Keynes, I
0: don't know, no, it was Coventry, they were at Coventry, it was a Coventry game, they were they were visiting Coventry during the day and, and like practicing on the ice with the players and then they were invited to the game later on that night that's right they had the them sitting on center ice yeah. above
1: the plexi and, and they got hit with
0: the, the puck that's right yep um actually do you know what i'm saying i'm saying that but i seen a tweet um joking around today from that same player that got hit um saying oh peter may have signed for um may have signed for for 84th string team in ice hockey but I'm the one signing for Coventry Blaze. That's a joke he was made. In, so yeah, um, but that was in there. Um, so someone who knows football better than we do, um, which is literally everyone, more, which is literally everyone, and strangely sticking with football. Um, John, this is a story for you, from you.
1: Oh yeah, sorry, I <laughs> you had to try and remind me what was going on there. Um, so this was well, if you were following any social media to do with the British ice hockey, you couldn't have avoided this. Um, This was the the news that um, David Longstaff um, missed, uh, and he's obviously the player coach for the Whitley Warriors, uh, who I had the the chance to go to a game last season. He missed um, one of his Warriors games um, last weekend to uh, go down to uh, Newcastle uh, and watch both of his sons for the first time play together for Newcastle United. Um so his youngest son Matty Longstaff um went onto the pitch for his uh, debut alongside uh, his older brother and their dad was there and I think the the better one was that I think Matty might have actually scored in that game yeah, as well in his the, debut. The winner,
0: of the, 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 wow. um, the winner of the game.
3: Yeah.
1: Um so not only did he get to see his sons playing professional football for the first time, um he got to see his youngest son on his debut get the his opening uh, professional goal and the game winning goal, um, and even better than that, even though he wasn't there, the Warriors won their game.
0: See? There you go, He's winner good. all around.
1: <laughs> but I mean, right. So I, I brought this up <laughs> for a very specific reason. Obviously, we we don't doubt that the the Warriors will have given David permission to go. I'd say they would have. Okay. have? They, they clearly will have given him yeah. permission to go. But with that said. Yes, your coach can um, miss a game. You've, you should have a setup that you have assistant coaches or somebody else to back up, let alone if somebody's sick, if a coach is sick or something, they, they can't be on the bench, you've got to have backup for that. Davey is a player coach. So not only did he leave the team short on the bench, he also left them, well, for all intents and purposes, short on the bench.
0: Yeah, but they had an assistant coach there. I'm sure he'd just done the same job. I'm sure he'd done. He just jumped job. on the ice for a bit. Jumped well. on the ice as well. No, <laughs> don't
1: don't get me wrong. The Warriors ran out eight uh, three, victors over um Bellingham Stars. So yep. it was no way a close match. You you might have more of an eyebrow raised if it was a a closer game or an or overtime win or or if they'd lost, you might have more of a question to that. Yeah. Um, and admittedly, the league that they're playing in, it's pro am. But there is, there's an expectancy from fans to win. And all of the feedback, and I don't want to take away from this because I think it's brilliant that he was there to witness um, his sons playing the sport that they want to play. That's great. But if they had lost, and I've not seen anything other than positive reaction to this on social media, I just wonder would that reaction be as kind if the Warriors lost? It's a very odd situation, and I, I totally understand that he's torn. And through the piece, you can actually see that David wasn't sure if he was going to be there. He wasn't sure what he was going to do, whether he was going to miss the game with the Warriors and go to Newcastle United, or what he was going to do. He obviously made the decision. It worked out. Fair play, brilliant for the Longstaffs. Brilliant for the Warriors that they carried
2: on and got the win. It just seems like a very odd situation. It probably could have come down to how I appreciate it with ice hockey. You can't always <laughs> predict, but how they were playing at the time. If if mm. if there was other players but this, out, necessarily players as well. Yeah, but if there was other players weren't playing as well, if there was things going on, he would have made the decision to stay. But obviously, the thought was there that they would perform without him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He didn't just go on a whim. Yeah. There, there was a decision there. And I think, you can't blame him. If, if his two kids were playing on, and one of his kids was, was doing their very first game, you'd want to be there. Yeah. And I think, I think everyone would fairly yeah, so. understand. Yeah.
5: Agreed.
1: Look, I'm not. I'm definitely not taking anything. Away. It's all gone fine. Um, and let's like say I've not seen anything but positive reaction to it all. Uh, I, I do think it is fantastic. You're just playing devil's advocate. I am. If, I'm playing, if, I'm if playing lost, devil's advocate in the fact that it is still professional sports, and you do have an expectancy. Right. Um, well, let's
2: so. Keepers out because that's only a coach. Not not only a coach, but you know, <laughs> but keepers out for whatever reason. Is does he have a kid? No. no. So he has a magical kid that, <laughs> that he has to go see for whatever reason. See, that's that's the thing. I, I, you're not comparing
1: like with like there because of the leagues. Yes. Um. Well, so it is. It's a tough one to kind of relate across. Um. I totally understand the differences there, but if we were comparing like to like, I think I would be put out. I think as a a paying fan. Um you might be somewhat put out that your your coach hasn't done this. Nobody, As a dad, nobody ever I would nobody tell would you ever have up. a go. <laughs> yeah, nobody, I would. <laughs> sorry, nobody would ever have a go at any other human being in any other position for attending a family event. That's yeah. what this is. Um and it doesn't matter. It, it, the only thing here is that you've got two sides of the family that are involved in professional sports, two very different professional sports. Yeah. Um it's just a weird situation that very rarely would crop its head up yeah. in this way. I mean, this would be a complete non-issue. It wouldn't be a non-story, it would just be a non-issue had those two games been on different days, mm-hmm. one on yeah. Saturday, one on Sunday. Yeah. So that's literally all it is. That's that's why it comes up to me in my head, in my really annoying thought process, as to like why that decision gets made. But taking nothing away, brilliant, congratulations, Longstaffs and well done warriors on getting the win anyway
0: yep indeed okay before we finish off this period uh just one last uh, story just want to just uh, run with because this was uh, just from today um and this is the uh official launch today of the friendship for 2019 tournament uh which is back um this coming november at the sse here in belfast um so it's take place this year on the 29th and 30th of november and this is the fifth year of the tournament uh this year's competitors will see Princeton University, Colgate University, Northeastern University, and the New University of North uh, New Hampshire uh competing for the Belfast Bell Pot Trophy. Um so far the NCAA games and the NCAA weekends have uh been phenomenal uh spectacle of games. They're fast flowing, they've been great um ways of recruitment for the Belfast Giants in the past. Um and have um obviously we've been able to we've been treated to seeing some players who have even been signed up to a number of NHL teams as well. So we've seen some big names come in um in previous years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the official launch um as of today and it also announced the second International NCAA Women's Friendship Series which will take place again this year uh, next well this year this season technically next year uh on the 4th and 5th of January to uh 2020 um, which will see the women's teams from Mer- Merrimack College and Quinnebec University, um, also at the SSE. So this is the second year running for this. Um, again, guys, I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss the actual NCAA this year. I'm going to miss the French of 4 this year. Can I borrow your Northeastern jersey? You can borrow my Northeastern Sweden. jersey. Yeah, it's fine. You get in there before.
1: <laughs> well, actually, Dave's got a Colgate, doesn't he? I think Dave has Colgate.
0: He does, and that's who's playing this year, so... That's fine. So, that's yeah, our can, that's our
1: returning team. You can borrow
0: my orchestra, That's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, excitement. Um, I am gonna. I am sad. I'm gonna miss it. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But we're. What are you doing?
0: I well, let's see what dates So they are gonna be the Friday and the Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna be at an NHL game. Um, on on the Saturday. So you
1: get to be for a while as insufferable as I was.
0: Yes, because actually, I think if I if it all works out correctly, I was I'll, gonna
2: say you might be at an NHL game. I,
0: well yes
1: <laughs> i
2: mean Might that's better. that's kind of harsh
1: we, we don't know what's happening there is a story behind this we don't have to go into it and we won't talk about we that on this podcast. It, but if it comes up we will definitely like talk about it if yeah. the worst comes to the worst and even if
0: it doesn't happen if it, even if it doesn't happen we don't get to the states for whatever reason we are still going to be away at that time so we're oh, going to be okay, we're going to yes. be away somewhere else um potentially like iceland or norway or somewhere yeah, they anyway. yeah, well somewhere they have yeah hockey. they have hockey too um, but uh, yeah. So if I, if it all works out correctly, then I will be at I will be at an NHL game, possibly two NHL games while
2: I'm away. So I you know, I'll finally make, make have you, up. Have you what games have you picked out? Um,
0: so at the moment, I'm it's looking to be um Boston versus you put me on the spot. Uh, um, no, it was Boston against the New York Rangers. Okay. in Boston, um, oh. which will be on the Friday, uh, nice. which is the Friday the whatever that date is there. Friday. Hell,
1: the, you have to watch the Rangers.
0: ninth. It's fine. It's in Boston. It'd be good. And then I'm going to go see the Rangers then the following week uh, on the fourth
2: two Rangers games, two uh, Rangers
0: games on the fourth. You, then are you a a Rangers, Rangers fan? No, I'm not. I hate them. <laughs>
2: Rangers. So I hate
1: them so much.
2: I'm going to go see them twice. No.
1: <laughs> Although I do have to be perfectly honest, I did see Ottawa twice. So mm. I mean, as read we all from know, the, what you
0: want? As we all know, the Rangers suck. <laughs> so you know, um, <laughs> you need to be bad out. Yep. And... <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to see the Rangers versus uh, Golden Knights, I think it is, oh, when I'm there cool. as well, so that'd be good, so I'll see the Golden Knights for the second time.
1: You, are you going to wear some of your Golden Knights merch from Vegas? I might Vegas?
0: do, I might just do. Um, I've, told likely, you, I've
1: already told you, what you need to do is wear like either your white or teal um, ties Giants jersey, That's the because plan. if you want to get on the Titantron and the MSG, I guarantee if you're wearing one of that's those, it. it's going to stand out and well, you're going to
0: be on there. That's the plan, um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, the, I did try to figure out a way because we're, we're also going to be in Washington at the same time and we try, I tried to figure out a way of also trying to get to a Washington game while in there. but uh, there's no games unfortunately uh, they're playing away for the for the, they're playing uh, two away games um consecutive nights away so I'm just like oh I'm going to miss that so I mean, 14 only two but where there was, is it? Is it drivable? So this is the interesting <laughs> one. So there was there was a chance that I could have like we went. we drove five hours to watch Kevin Smith. So. I mean,
1: yeah, to be fair, you yeah. could no, get like halfway true. across the country by then, Mark. <laughs> That's true. It's no but, excuse. Um,
0: the interesting one was there, there is a game. So we arrive in New York on the Saturday morning, uh, and about Saturday afternoon. There is a, and we're staying in Brooklyn, just at the Brooklyn Bridge. We're staying in Brooklyn, uh, which is, and the place where we're staying is about 10 minutes away from the Barclays Centre. And the Islanders are also playing on that night, on the Saturday when we first arrived. So the Islanders are playing that night too. I can't, they're playing against Montreal. Um, but the price difference was so interesting. So I could have got a month. I could have got a, a an Islanders game ticket, and I still could for twenty five dollars for that game. I can get a ticket for twenty five dollars, whereas a Rangers game, the ticket price was around sixty six dollars, and the Boston game was one hundred and eleven dollars. So it just shows you the diff- variation in the range. See to, to be
1: fair, twenty five dollars. Are you going to miss $25? No, sorry, no, I might not. do,
0: but... Um, it's an you know, NHL game. I don't know if I can get around with, you know, the fact that that'll be the third NHL game and, you know, we'll see what happens. Just
1: give, give your partner another $25 to go and do something that she wants to do well, that costs $25.
2: She, well, yeah, but all of her tickets... What can she, you do for $25? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
2: obviously, go see the Islanders
6: Exactly. I don't
0: know what else you're going to be able to do with that. Um, But, yeah, so, sorry, back to the story. Yes. Was the, double, the 4. Franchise 4 is coming back. Um, So, if you haven't got your tickets yet, look at getting your tickets for that because it is yeah, be definitely great do
1: it's it's well worth it like marty said the the talent that's coming through here we've seen a, a huge draw across into the elite league with a handful of players coming through not just to the giants but to other elite league teams now we start to see the the rest of the league take note of these kids coming through uh, and pull that talent across um and then we've seen the guys step up into bigger leagues after being in the elite league so we are acting as that stepping stone for these guys who are fantastic um it's great as well to see two teams who've chosen to come back because they enjoyed themselves so much. So having Northeastern and Colgate come back is massive.
4: Yeah, it's huge. Um,
2: what and I team think had they had the amazing they... band, the drum.
1: Uh, that was the Clarkson, Clarkson. Golden Knights. Clarkson. Yeah. That—that um, that was my other thing. It's like, have any of the four teams said they're bringing a pet band? Yes. <laughs> Probably not. Oh. <laughs>
0: um, I know they didn't last time around. Or the two teams that are coming back. They didn't bring any last time around. But you know, we never it's know what they I know, indeed. But yeah, that'd be a great weekend and, you know, never know if we could maybe try and um, kind of conjure up a potential media pass for that one. That'd be great.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, my I lanyard does say Friendship it 4. It does. Maybe we could, you know, use it in some way and get some
0: stuff. Anyway. Hi, Brixie. Uh, let's take the period one to an end and we'll move swiftly on to our period two of hockey.
2: I'm period two of hockey because uh, Dave is not here today. I mean, at this point, it's pretty much your period. Yeah. My period, now. Okay, so I'm going to take over from Dave and talk about the about what period two is about international hockey. Yep, pretty much anywhere that's not here. Yes, correct. <laughs> 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 um, so again, taking on from David's spot, David. Did you just call him David? Ew. David. Ooh. Um, Edith, edit any, that. I beep that. Yeah, beep that, please. <laughs> um, a day in the history of NHL hockey. So on the 10th of uh, October. Nineteen seventy six, uh, Bernie P- Parent led the Flyers to a one zero shootout over Los Angeles. I think the last time I'd done this was as a Flyers reference as well. I know. I just think I, I was mean, thinking we're, you did on purpose. Of that.
0: I thought you did it on purpose. You just no. drawn to it. You drawn <laughs> to it.
2: Just Dave knows the days that I that I need to do it is the days that he's taken off. So there you go. A Flyers reference.
0: 39th career shout out for Perrin. That was the most important part there, I think. Yep. I think you missed part. out the most the oh, important yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that was probably the most important part of that history. Yeah. So, there we go. It's mentioned.
2: Yay. Okay. Uh, Marty, you've got some real updates. Yep.
0: Um, so this past weekend, um, the IIHF uh, had a semi-annual con- uh, congress, uh, which concluded this past Thursday, in which they were looking at um, obviously things like market and media things over the course of the next few years um but the biggest part of the um the 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 congress was to confirm a number of amendments to the IIHF rulebook um starting immediately actually um starting uh, as of, as of like if you have it pretty much what they're saying is any team that falls under the IIHF International Ice Hockey Federation um needs to start rolling out this any sorry any league yes needs to roll out these rules asap now for us in the elite league, we already we already run with two of these already. We were already um, looking into two of these because and the NHL is already doing a bunch of these as well. So, for example, WHF rule number ninety six was goalie, goal goals with skate. So obviously that's the whole thing around um not directing or deflecting uh, a goal in with a puck in with the player skate. Um, obviously it will be called offside or no, it'd be called off and um distinguished. Well, no, this is this is the too.
1: thing. The goal will now be permitted in cases where the puck is deflected or directed, but off not if a players skate. But, but not, not if there's it's a intentional. Distinct, yeah kicking motion
0: exactly but that so means we're already doing that
1: but that's this is the difference it's the distinct kicking motion yeah. so if a player sees the puck coming and re-angles their skate yes that's not a distinct kicking motion therefore the goal is allowed that mm. is what that rule is saying
0: well they, we're we're already running with it anyway and I know the NTL's running with that already and a couple of other leagues are already starting to run with that so that's not an issue the next the second second is one is the interesting one we're also to me. running with this as well the elite league is also running with this as well Which is double IHF rule number one fifty, which is interference on a goaltender. So uh, incidentally con incidental contact by an attacking player with a goaltender will permit outside of the crease in certain situations. Does that count goals for that be... massive hit that we saw a
1: couple yes, of weeks ago in, I think it does. in America?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was insane. Uh incidental contact with a goaltender will be permitted and any resulting goals allowed when such contact is initiated outside the goal crease. Ooh. So this is one that um again we're running with. The new one now that we're not that hasn't been run with that the elite league are about to um instigate um as of. Pretty much probably don't have to be this weekend because obviously these have to come in to, um, these have to come in to play ASAP. And this is IHF rule number 120 and 165, which is throwing a stick or object. Uh, this, The rule states a player will be allowed to slide a dropped lost stick to his teammate as long as the moved stick doesn't become involved with the game or distract opponent players. A player can slide or direct any stick or any part of it or any object away from his immediate area on ice as long as his actions do not interfere with the opponent. Um, however a player on the ice who throws a, or directs a broken stick or any part of it or any other object at the puck or the puck carrier in the neutral or attacking zone will then be assessed a minor penalty so i know that the elite league aren't running with this and this is going to be instigated um this is just a couple of little rules that were obviously looked at um obviously some of the other things that were discussed at this congress were things to do with the the tournament setting the dates for the next sets of tournaments for 2019 tw- or for, after the 1920 season including the Winter Youth Olympics, uh, Olympic qualifiers, and also um, the hosts for the IIHF uh, World Championships in 2025, which is ridiculous when you think how far they're looking at, but I suppose they have to put this in place. Um, but yeah, interesting one, but those rules um, should be instigated if they haven't been already. And I know, as I say, the Elite League are running with two of those and just need to instigate one. So I thought I would just mention those and bring those to our attention.
1: It's interesting to note that the throw throwing the stick. I'm pretty sure the CHL um, run with that one. Because I believe that a Lulea player was called for throwing a piece of a broken stick during that game. Um I was trying to find it on the CHL app on the game sheet. Um I can't remember um what it was called for. Um, but I'm pretty sure uh a Lulea player was called for that, so I think that's okay. a role that the CHL are and Was he throwing uh, the broken with...
2: stick to, to interfere with the game, he, or was it to get it, it?
1: No, he threw it in a manner, um, I think it was the manner in which he threw it. It wasn't to interfere with the, the game, but he was definitely um, thrown in the box afterwards, because the crowd, now I'll admit, I missed this part, all I got was the crowd reaction, because I was trying to do all my notes on the idea that I might do a game sheet, and I didn't end up doing it but I looked up and it was Dave who actually pointed out to me what had happened. Um, so clearly that's a rule that the CHL uh, are mm. running with. Um, so that, that's quite interesting. The other part that was interesting was the new countries joining. Yeah. Um, so um, the IIHF has grown to 81 member states now. Um, so this year, the nations added are Algeria, Colombia, Iran, Lebanon and Uzbekistan. They're new associate members. Who
0: knew they all had hockey? <laughs>
1: um And... A new member's been appointed to represent Greece. So that's a team that we can probably expect to come up and raise that level to 82 at some point. Um, So they're obviously there to represent them, but they're not associates yet. Yeah. So it's great because it means that, well, the more and more countries that come in, the more the game grows. So it's
2: fantastic. All good. Okay, cool. Anything else from that story? Nope. Nope. Cool. John, you have another Flyers reference, another Flyers story.
1: It's but it's really centric tonight. It's really getting annoying. The number of flyer stories that I bring in. I think I couldn't a class, I couldn't ignore this one. Yeah, I, I couldn't <laughs> ignore this one. To be fair, it's not a gritty it also story. Lo-
0: it also allows me to add a gritty thing. Sorry, go ahead.
1: <laughs> um, brilliant. So this was the news that the uh, is it the Fargo Center. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Fargo Center is bringing a new fan experience to game night, and it's in the form of a rage room. Now, if you haven't heard of a rage room before, where have you been? Essentially, you go in and you break stuff. Um, whether it's TVs, whether it's um, just random stuff around the place. Fluorescent tube lightning and Fluorescent stuff. Yeah, lights yeah. is a big one. Um, now, obviously working in the environment, I, I can't qualify this as being great for the environment or recycling, but as someone who has very often been quite worked up at games, <laughs> um, this seems absolutely fantastic. This has a... It, it spoke to me because of a certain experience that Nashville put in place every year they make the playoffs. And this is the Smash car. Yep. Um so Nashville's nickname is Smashville. Did they not do the Smash Jet last year? Or the year. They did, yeah. yeah. So, so the I the year it was I don't think it was last season, it was the, the season before. before. So they would always get a car put out painted up in the colours of the opposition team. And through the as long as that series lasted, fans could pay a certain amount that went to charity, get up on top of it with a sledgehammer and beat the car um so this is obviously sort of linked to that it's quite cool but you're right there was uh against the jets yeah the preds rolled out a painted up old plane that um fans could also go and beat up which was quite cool but this one does look pretty awesome as well um the only time i've been anywhere near one of these i've been in one was Actually, when we were in Vegas, Vegas guys, the, the guy said this oh, was right. try the, the rage Theron, room. The Axe Theron was there one in, yeah. had a rage room. And remember, they told us about all the TVs, Yep. So, they had had something like a oh. hundred TVs dropped yes. off that cost them nothing, yeah. Uh, instead of them going to the dump, they dropped them off with them so that people could just break them. This was the Axe throwing guy, yeah,
0: yeah, it was. Axe yes. Monkeys. yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Um, so, Axe
0: Monkeys Las Vegas, yeah,
1: yeah, yep. I totally don't get sponsored by them, but if they want to, that'd be cool. Um, so yeah, that, that is I class. thought that was pretty cool. Marty, you have some kind of link to this with Gritty, which well, I'm going to not only because to.
0: It was only because I seen Gritty in this nice, um, this video part of it, obviously where they were talking about the Rage Room, um, Katie Nolan or whatever it was, was introduced in the Rage Room. And there's obviously Gritty's there with his crowbar. But did you guys see um, Gritty this past weekend when the Flyers were playing against the, um, the New Jersey Devils? <laughs> you no. see this? So um, obviously PK uh, in his new... New Jersey, Devils yes, Jersey. I didn't see this. Was on the ice during uh, <laughs> warm ups, obviously, and Gritty behind him with his nice homemade sign, <laughs> calling her out and mocking him, which is just brilliant. He was holding a homemade sign And basically said, Lindsay could do better with arrows pointing to himself, which I just thought this is the best bit of trolling I've seen in a long yep. time. So fair play. But I just wanted to mention Gritty just because i seen him in that video. I was like, oh my God, that was brilliant. i seen it the I weekend. Think he is the it's master
2: troller. So definitely but no that that's great news about the 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 wells fargo center what i you missed out there is that they've actually uh announced two rooms there's the assembly room that you go and kind of meet up with your friends and have drinks and it's just in this kind of new york uh city terrace up style really nice kind of i don't know like like i don't want to say gentleman's club that's for maybe they're like a smoking room um kind of vibe and then so that's the assembly room and the room that you're talking about is the disassembly room (laughs) And, and appar- <laughs> yeah. apparently it's it's tucked away behind an unassuming library wall. Nice. So it's a hidden wall
1: or hidden door. Is this like all the stuff that they've added since they did all the renovations when they kind of Unearthed. uncovered <laughs> Britty and his weird blue belly button? Yes. A <laughs> oh.
0: oh. belly button still gives me nightmares. Um, it was his
1: streak at the Winter Classic.
0: Oh, yeah. Was it yeah. Winter Classic or Stadium it, Series? No, it was the
2: Winter Classic. Was it the Winter Classic? Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, it was terrifying.
2: Cool. Now, I just have one last story there, and it's because we don't do the Well, we do do the three, the, the, the three stars now and things like that, but I already have a, a star player, and I just wanted to show off this particular goal because I thought it was absolutely class. Um, John, help me out. What's his name? Uh, Kachuk. Aye, that guy. Um, with some amazing hand-eye coordination. Bats um, the puck out of the air. So coming down... He catches it with the uh, with his uh, hockey stick and then hits it again into the net
1: as opposed to his baseball oh, stick. Oh wow, his yeah. Okay, stick. that's the first
2: time I've seen that. That's that's
1: phenomenal. Okay, now, yeah, that's great. My,
2: Some my... people were saying it was a high stick in, but it does and that, it kind of is. Um But that if that was reviewable, that would go to Toronto surely. So yeah.
1: obviously Toronto have determined that that was okay. Um because they pretty much said that all goals would be um reviewed didn't they yeah Or all potential contentious for high goals. sticking yeah, yeah for yeah, high there, sticking yeah, would yeah, be yeah, reviewed is. so obviously that's that's been reviewed so i think that throws that out completely yeah no yeah my so. my favorite part of it oh well saying that it it's a two touch oh it, 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 it's a two touch now he, he catches it, it he yeah. catches
2: it down that's
1: a high stick
2: that's what that, that's that's the high so but he hits is it the
1: high it, stick Specifically, the
2: the goal action has
1: to be high sticking. Yeah, it does look high sticking. It's quite the first although, t- the first touch is high stick. He this,
2: it into the play. The and second then, the second touch is not high stick. Earlier. The high yeah. stick. Uh,
0: I think I think the but way the he, reason why he gets away with that is because I think he's not directly in front of the crease. He's to the side, and I think it kind of would lie. I think there's a bit of maybe leeway there, leeway there, in that it doesn't look like there'll be any kind of way of interference with anything else, and it's not directly in the front of the crease. It's to the side, so. Maybe that's what he got away with it because he brought it down t- towards the side of yeah, the goal of the, of the goal crease, and then he brought it round, so maybe that'll kind of maybe that's why they kind of maybe called off and said that it wasn't a high stick, but you're right, it's quite it, it is questionable
1: it's questionable, definitely. My favorite part of the whole thing is the the first shot of the flames bench after the goal. um the guys standing on the bench are sitting there slack jawed yeah. <laughs> they're like,
2: what <laughs> what just happened so yeah, that's, I just wanted to share that because I think it's class. Um, of course we'll put it out on the website have a look Let, tell us what you think I think that brings us to the end of period 2 yeah any other stories guys know, I don't think so no cool let's go straight straight into period 3
1: okay period 3 is our general knocking, knocking news.
0: news you threw me off though. that's why they didn't <laughs> yeah, go they even go, there. go. was like, what's
1: going on <laughs> uh news then is uh where we get to talk about anything and everything else in the world of hockey which has come up in the last couple of weeks since the last podcast yep um i'm gonna go straight in with my story piece first here uh because i thought it was hilarious have you guys been able to watch a yes, video of um canes dougie yeah. hamilton yep so dougie hamilton um during the game uh this week was announced as um the canes first star did his skate out as they always do. Uh, skated out, went to the bench, and uh, did his quick interview. Um, after that, he um was going down the tunnel, and um seems to have <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> he man checks one of the um off ice helpers. Assistants. He looks like a child as well. <laughs> so this this kind of went kind of viral for a couple of hours. Um, I mean to me it's it's hilarious. Um, I don't. Obviously is that what you that's called? A somewhere. man check? I think that's the nice way it. <laughs> If you notice, it's not the way that I put it in the running order. No, no, no. definitely not. <laughs> um, I just thought it was hilarious. But the poor lad was not expecting it. He just like, oh. I mean, that's, that's when those are funny. When someone's yeah. expecting it, that's not funny. But that one was hilarious. Um, just his reaction is, is brilliant. He had also
0: just came off, uh, wasn't he, the first star of the, first star first, the so game? I, yeah, so yeah, he was, was. announced
1: as the first star, did his interview um, on the bench, skated back off and yeah man checks the guy straight away but it's the fact that the camera gets it and the reaction of the kid <laughs> is absolutely hilarious but it was on Twitter they were like oh my god did Dougie just man check that guy did you see the
0: um uh the, did you see the, the video then underneath that the famous your, one the famous one of the yep. cup check which was like pretty much um Ovi getting like hitting the nuts like three times
1: <laughs> I was like what is it's, that about yeah so like after they're obviously getting psyched up ready for the game and I can't, is it TJ Oshie who does it or yeah, yeah. Um, it somebody is, is. yeah. Um, or Carlson? <laughs> is it Carlson? Carlson, Is the
0: first one? Is the first TGF move TGF with the, first one. And the then hand bumps. after That
1: oh, just or not? Oshie, uh, Ovi's just standing there while someone just smacks his cup a few times with their stick, it's and he just sprint. stands there. like it's normal.
2: <laughs> it's Stop. getting it into position. Yeah, apparently.
1: <laughs> so that that's that one. We'll we'll throw that up on the website. People can have a, a quick look. It is hilarious. Um, Marty, you have a couple of pieces in this. Um, you have some history making. Um news from uh John Lee Olsen.
0: Yeah, um so this is the first one. And actually I, I got t- kinda of got seen this the uh, I actually only seen this was it two nights ago? Um and I added it to our running order because we were kind of I was kinda of reading this, um because it was about all about CHL and obviously um you know, John Lee Olson um obviously was um came out this past week. Uh he plays from Denmark and he's currently came out this last week um and announced he was gay. Um twenty seven year old no, this is the, I think this is the shocking bit that got me and this is what, why it kind of came to my attention is because I actually didn't pick up on this it was um, my partner Eva, she had picked up on this story she'd seen it somewhere and she's like Martin is this true? and I was like what's that? and then she sent me the story Like that's a bit sad though that the first officially he becomes the first official male professional male ice hockey player to actually publicly come out as gay in Denmark but also maybe the openly, first openly gay ice hockey player competing professionally in the world now, that's a really sad announcement. Like, that's really, um, it's, it's kind of a sad idea that, you know, obviously that there's a still fear factor around it. And I think that's why she put it in my, um, you know, she kind of said to me about it because she was quite interested by it. And I was like, you know what, you're, you could be quite right because, you know, you don't really hear it very often. Um, And obviously because you've had, obviously we've talked about this in the past, you know, obviously where we've got like leagues like Sweden and stuff here very much about LGBTQ rights. And, and we have had like the teams this past week even um doing LGBT, um, you know, Las yeah. Vegas well, we've done had, one had this past Vegas week had their LGBT night. We've yeah, had hockey for Everyone. Hockey for Everyone and everything else. Um, um, but it's an interesting one in that, in that this could be the first officially out player, you know. Um, and I think that's why is, I put it's this a, out.
1: It's a sad reflection on the game that we've got to 2019 and it's taken um, this guy, this young guy, 27 years old, to take that step. And, like, fair play to him. Like, yep. absolutely, taking that step cannot have been easy. Um, we've seen it in other sports, we've seen the way that other professional sportsmen have been treated, um, either as still as part of the sport or in the media, um, for coming out. Um, and genuinely, I hope that that sort of stuff doesn't happen to this guy. Yeah. Um, and I hope that, you hope for a day where this type of news happens more. Yep. But you also don't want it to be news.
2: I was gonna yeah. say it's non-news. It's it's, it's non. It's yeah, non. Yeah. You're
0: right. It's non-news, but it is news. It's news, but it, it's, shouldn't be news. It's, it shouldn't be news. It shouldn't yeah, have yeah. To be news. It shouldn't have been news. Yeah. But it is news. And I think what was interesting was because there's talk, obviously, about the NHL have said you know basically said that, you know there's no they there's no actual you know men have come out to say they're gay in the NHL in the big in the biggest leagues. There's been players after they've retired maybe they came out and said uh-huh. that they were gay or whatever it was, and so that's been kind of bits around there. But there's still this very homophobic kind of thing around it. Um. And it's it is a bit on it is a bit um you know sad in that, that it is and you're right, it shouldn't be news, but it mm. is news because of it's such historic making information. And um we've had NHL players this week coming out and saying that um you know they're fairly behind, you know, they're showing they're fully showing their support for, for Lee Olsen coming out and saying what he said and um and putting himself out there. And he you know, we've had like the likes of Lars Eller, um yep. you know, NHL player for the Washington Capitals coming out and saying, you know, his actions will inspire others, hopefully, in this sport. And hopefully, only time will tell. when others can maybe feel comfortable to do the same as he did. Yep,
1: definitely. Um, moving on from that, then Marty, um, you have some uh news from the World Cup of Hockey. Yeah, so actually, this is a couple
0: of little bits and pieces actually that um have come out over this last um over only over the last kind of maybe the last four or five days. Um, and this is the NHL. Um, but it ha- had a bit of a, a press conference there. Um, around the global series and a couple of other um conversations that were being had. Um the main one that came out of it was the um NHL along with the NHL Players Association are actively looking at reviving the World Cup of Hockey. If you guys remember the last one uh took place in 2016 in Toronto um when they had full kind of backing from the NHL and also the Players Association. There was a bit of I suppose why it had been held off is because we were coming to a point where um, there was a it was collective bargaining was supposed to, agreement was, was supposed potentially to be on the cards this yeah. year. Um, but does now been pushed back until September twenty twenty two. Yeah, so what was um, what, what was happening there do... was
1: the, the Players Association and the League both have the option, it's it's not due for renewal until twenty twenty two, but both T or both organizations have the rights to move that forward. Yeah. Both organizations have chosen not to, which puts we've all been kind of expecting for the last few years a lockout to come. It mm-hmm. now puts the likelihood of a lockout way further down. So yeah. it looks like we may not have a lockout through this next CBA bargaining process yeah so
0: I, th- I think part of it then came about was this whole thing of that they they put off the so the next one was supposed to happen four years it was the, it's the idea is they're gonna trend it every four years obviously and the idea was obviously 16 was the last one the next one was supposed to happen this coming year it's supposed to happen in 2020 um can you guys uh, this is the thing though. this is this is what's when I was reading this piece like at the time whenever they I when they announced that they're when they announced they were bringing it back back in um like 2016. Again, we were kind of like, eh, meh.
2: See, know? the biggest it was kind of like it wasn't a big
0: thing. You're kind of. I think what's really, what's really, whenever I was reading this piece, I was thinking, we sat around this table talking about the mm. World Cup of hockey. And Now again, we're talking about it again. And now we're talking about it again, and it doesn't feel like nearly four years ago that we were talking no.
1: about it. I think the biggest reason that everyone feels a bit meh about this tournament is because it's the NHL's reaction to a global want to have top, um, professionals represent their country at the Olympics. Yet the NHL. And the IHF and the IOC have a very fractious relationship in that for the last couple of Olympics, we've essentially seen any players who want to represent their country have had to do it over and above the the want of the league, who have said that they're not releasing talent. Um, this, I think, is the NHL's way of giving people the international um, tournament of players representing their countries yep. that they want outside of the World Championship. Obviously. Control. They, yeah, yeah, because obviously yeah. the NHL doesn't have a problem with the World Championships. Yep. So they've got a better relationship with the IHF. What they don't have is a good relationship with the Olympic, IOC. Yeah, the Olympic. Maybe. Um. So this, I think, When's is it, their way of doing it because they do it in the middle period between Winter Olympics. Yeah, which
0: is funny because what they did, what they, what they, what they were asked, obviously with the whole put up put, when this was put together, and they they presented about obviously they want to bring it back potentially for twenty twenty one. Uh, the question was raised around obviously they were having these conversations with the players' association. Um, they were asking whether or not the NHL player, whether or not there was a discussion had already about the NHL players being able to partake in the 2022 Olympics, mm-hmm. but they stayed quiet on it and the NHL didn't put anything forward. What was interesting though, what the NHL has, what we're talking about as well in this past week was this idea of obviously the global series at the moment is taking, uh, had taken place there this, again this year, where the likes of, um, teams were playing in the likes of Sweden and they were playing in the likes of Denmark and everything else. and happened in the the Hawks played in Prague. and played in Prague. Um, and the the question was raised then about you know Russian players playing in the NHL about the idea of maybe like the likes of Ovechkin and stuff who really wanted to play for Team Russia in you know those kind of things about potential future global series games being played in K- in, in in KHL territory I suppose is the way they were looking at it, um, but the NHL have said that there's no we're not saying it's never going to happen and actually actually to span, expand the, the the NHL franchise as a whole and the whole idea that the idea would be to you know Russia seems to be a good place to uh, to do that but again. With KHL.
1: It's an interesting it's dynamic an interesting one. because historically what you've seen is essentially a non-relationship between the NHL and the KHL. They've kind of operated aside from each other. Um, they are the two biggest professional leagues in the world, um, but the two of them operate in isolation. Yep. That would suggest a much closer relationship between the two um, if the NHL was to bring its talent to the KHL. Um, obviously the with the Global Series um, they do want to move into Europe they want to raise the profile of the game in Europe um, we've obviously seen the Bruins here for example in Belfast um, there's still talk of an NHL franchise coming back to Belfast
3: yeah.
1: um, so they obviously want to move in but that KHL territory has always been sort of ground that they daren't tread on Yeah. and the fact that this has even been talked about I think is massive I think the potential then later on you've you've got NHL teams with AHL farm teams. Are we potentially looking at a situation that not immediately, but later in the future, are we looking at partnerships between NHL and KHL teams? Mm-hmm. That that's a more interesting concept yeah. where you have NHL and KHL franchises that are linked. That would be insane.
0: I think the idea then was I think that the what what was left with this was that they would uh, this would be further discussions had on this come um, January time when they have the the NHL um congress pretty much is uh, when the NHL get together all teams usually get together over the winter classic weekend um or no all-star weekend all-star um and they they have usually like a they put forward um new stuff I think it's pretty much the board meeting happens around that time um because I know the talk around obviously Seattle franchise it's coming that's already been acknowledged I know that the whole talk around that and the name and stuff is all supposed to happen around that same time as well so time will tell
1: yep definitely Okay guys, um, one last thing just to discuss in uh, Noggy News here, and this brings us back to what we were talking about at the start of the podcast. Um, So obviously at Tuesday's CHL game, uh, myself and Dave were able to nip down for uh, some of the post-game activity down in the tunnel and down backstage, um, and we were able to go down and take part in the post-game press conferences Um, If you have a look on our SoundCloud, and we'll post the link on uh, the webpage for this week's podcast as well, you'll be able to catch the post-game press conference uh, with Lulea's head coach, Thomas Berglund, and uh, Belfast Giants coach, Adam Keefe, who discussed the game uh, and a few other things as well. Um, What we're going to throw over to now is um, some clips and bits and pieces from the interviews uh, we with players, sorry, and we were able to have a talk with uh, Bobby Farnham, Kevin Rain, and Liam Reddix
4: Right after the yeah. CHL we made
3: a game uh, by Bobby Farnham.
5: Farns, first of all, your thoughts? Uh, tough game tonight. Uh, yeah, it was tough. Uh, it was, uh, you know, I wish could have gone better. Obviously, I thought we did some things well, and then I thought we were a little bit lax at times, and that cost us tonight against a good team two part-play goals in the third there was there a feeling on the bench that you could get back into it yeah there was there was a good tangible feeling on the bench after we got that second goal um i thought her you know we maintained our demeanor throughout the game and when we scored that goal i thought we had a lot of momentum it was tough to give one up you know shortly after that
4: do you think there are things that you can take away from tonight and apply them to the domestic action again obviously there's a huge cup game coming up this weekend against glasgow
5: yeah absolutely i think you can take a lot of positives from our game clean up some of the negatives and then go from there and that's obviously a big game on saturday you want to play in big games so um that'll be exciting how much do you enjoy the physical side of the game um the game was only two minutes old tonight whenever you pop the pain of plexi in the west end <laughs> after a big hit is that yeah. something you enjoy doing yeah i do yeah i like the physical side of the game it's always kind of been my mo as a player and it's uh you know i try to maintain that you know throughout
4: How's the feel in the locker room tonight? Um, is there a sense of optimism for the
5: weekend? Uh, is, are, are there any nerves at all? Um, or are you just focused on the job at hand? Yeah, we have a good we have a good locker room. So you know, I think guys are guys are good. We'll take what we can from this game and move on. But I mean, I, you know, nerves can be a good thing sometimes, right? Like you know, that'll put the pressure on. We haven't been good on the road this season. You know, you want to be good at home. You want to be good at the road. Obviously, if you want to be a good team. But you know, nerves and a little anxiety can. Can be good for us, and in that Challenge Cup game Saturday, a big game like that to play that early on in the season is huge.
4: So to the yeah. Yeah. Defense rid,
7: rid our a quality a little as like tonight. He saw what you thought, so we did. You know, I thought we we hung in there for a you know, the bad part of you know, at least 30 minutes of that game, and then uh, you know a couple goals against, and we we're playing from behind the whole game, and then we you know find our way back, but then of course you know we, we get down a little bit further and. And, uh, you know, it's a good team. And I thought we played, uh, played fairly well, pretty well. It's just you give a team like that opportunities and they're going to capitalize and they did. And so we gave them not very many opportunities. There was a point in the game, it was late, where you know I think we were still holding them below, you know, I think it was like 25 shots or 20, 23 shots or so like that. And so, uh, you know, it wasn't that the ice was tilted. You know, it wasn't that at all. It's just that when they got their, their punches, they, they hit us on the chin. Considering the caliber of your opponents tonight and, and obviously how hard uh, the Giants
4: decore worked, are there positives that you can take back into domestic action?
7: Yeah, of course. I mean, we uh, we wake up for big games. And so uh, we've uh, obviously seen an inconsistency where, uh, you know, these CHL games, we're, we're playing against really high caliber teams. We get up for those, we play, play really well and we're able to come together. And, you know, we're playing with great habits and then, you know, you look at a, a game like Dundee and... Uh, and we, the quality just isn't there and the habits that we were able to implement tonight uh, weren't able to, to shine through in that Dundee game. And so it's about finding consistency. It's about, uh, you know, showing up every night. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're a team that if we play like that every night, we'll do very, very well domestically. And that's what we've said before in the CHL games uh, previous. So it's um, just a matter of finding consistency, getting more out of everybody every night. There's noticeable physical edge to your game uh, this season, particularly a
4: couple of big, open ice heads up, up around the neutral zone. Um, is that something you've been concentrating on? Are you enjoying that side of things?
7: Uh, no, not something I concentrate on at all. It's just uh, you let those things come to you. Uh, if you're like Pelly, uh, you you make them come to you. <laughs> um, and so I, the most uh, you know, the last couple of games I've seen a couple opportunities to do so, and and went for it and you know, <laughs> keep the elbow tight and the, the knee in and. Hope for the best, and sure enough. But um, no, you know what? I'm I'm trying to play physical on anybody I can, and particularly along the walls and and stuff. But to be able to do it in open ice is uh, it's more cool than anything. Doesn't uh, doesn't affect much. It gets the boys going a little bit, and and that's cool. But but uh, you know that's another thing that you want to find some consistency at, and I think that's something that uh, that uh, we can uh, do a lot more of. Good luck for the weekend, and thank you. Cheers.
8: Is there anything you can try to do? Bottle parts of that performance to take into games like Dundee, like Fife on the road.
7: Yeah, there's there's a lot. Uh, you know, like I said, there's you know habits that we were able to implement tonight that uh, you know we haven't been in, in some games uh, domestically and so for, so on. Um, and so it's about it's about doing that. And so it's it's you know it's a matter of being able to look at uh, you know a video clip and saying, boys, look, we're doing it here. Why can't we do that all the time? Let's do it all the time. And so it's just. Uh, you know, taking a closer look and, and, and noticing habits, and you know, it's uh, you know might be uh, a case of uh, you know guys need to be told. You know, sometimes you, you get off the leash and you kind of do your own thing, and and uh, it's about holding each other accountable.
8: Going into Glasgow on Saturday, it's a must-win game if you guys want to make the knockouts of the Challenge Cup. Do you, do you approach it in a similar way to tonight?
7: Absolutely, right. It's a big game, and so we're going to show up, and that's uh, been proven thus far this season, and so. Uh, very confident uh, you know, like I said we did play well tonight, it's just we gave them their chances and so we'll take that momentum into the weekend
4: Joined after the CHL defeat to Lulea uh, by Liam Raddix, uh, Liam you're no stranger to hockey in that part of the world what are your thoughts on, on the quality of Lulea's out tonight first of all
6: um, you know Lulea's a class team um, we knew that coming in, we knew they were going to skate, um, had a lot of skill over there, they've been a top team for a long time in the SHL so there were no surprises. We knew what to expect.
4: Coach talked tonight about periods of that game where you were right in the mix and, and you were kind of skating even with them. Did it feel that way out there? Did you, did you think of periods that you could have turned the game around?
6: Yeah, I felt like we, we, we skated really well with with them. Um, it was just those those small periods of the game where uh stopped, stopped skating, maybe got a little too comfortable, um, watching the game a little bit too much, and... Uh, You do that against a team like uh, Lulia, they make you pay, and uh, they did that tonight.
4: Is it a relief uh, to finally get a a couple of goals on the board? Um, It's been obviously you've been working extremely hard and just been a little snake-bitten lately. How does that feel?
6: Yeah, it feels good to contribute. I'm here to to contribute on the score sheet, and uh, it hasn't happened yet. So, um, you know, hopefully this is uh, the start of going in the right direction. Um, I just got to stick to the process and, and keep getting getting to the net, um, finding those pucks because um, you know, if you look through my career, that's where I score the goals is, is in and around the net um, so I have to continue to get there and, and battle hard to to win those loose pucks. And
4: with that said, are there positives from the CHL experience on the game tonight that you can take back into domestic
6: action? Yeah, certainly there is. Um, we, we skated with one of the best teams in, in Europe Um and, and on the other side of that, when we get complacent, um, it's not good enough. So it's just finding um, finding that game more consistently, um, our top end game, and not um, not falling off the cliff so so much during games because it's like it's like two different teams at some points of, of the hockey games, um, and it's just finding that consistency um, throughout a full sixty minute. Appreciate your thoughts thank you um,
4: obviously it's not good
8: falling three nothing down but was the key after you guys got it back to three two and then letting them score twice so quickly after that was what was that, the was that, was that the key moment where the game sort of got away from you as opposed to falling three nothing down
6: um, I mean it looks that way um, we're, we're trying to, to build something in the room where up three down three any point of the game we want to be a team that makes it hard for the other team to play against um, and certainly we got away from that in those periods but I thought we collected ourselves fairly quickly afterwards and, and got back on um, that mindset of, of being hard hard to play against. It's a process um, we're, we're trying to figure out we're trying to get more consistent I think it comes down to um, just the little details like I spoke to you about uh, you know, a couple days ago just uh detail oriented and uh, you know trusting in trusting in our team um, and our game and and getting the job done Did you see parts of that tonight? I know you talked about
8: maybe uh, parts you didn't quite see it, but were there parts where you did see that coming through?
6: Yeah I thought uh, a big portion of the game we were playing fast we were playing simple we were playing direct we were getting pucks to the net we were getting bodies to the net Um, we were physical and you saw that team kind of looking over their shoulder um, through through portions of the game, and that that is our game. That's that's when this team is at its best, and um, the more we can recognize that and um, shift by shift, try and try and do that every shift, shift after shift, we, we, we wear teams down, and and that's when we can make the you know some of the pretty plays.
8: Going into Glasgow, another massive game it's a must win if you want to reach the knockouts of the challenge cup do you approach it in the same way that you approach tonight's game
6: uh do or die so um you know everyone in that room has to man up we gotta man up and show up and um have uh have the best game of the year
1: okay so first of all we want to say Thank you very much to the players. We also want to say thank you very much to the Belfast Giants for the opportunity to actually get down there for the first time in the podcast's history um, to go down and actually have access to the players post game. It's hopefully something that we will look forward to doing in the future uh, and bring more content to the podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll just say, I know we were talking at the start about your, you know, what, sitting there with your media pass and badge and stuff on. But um, as I you still said, have it on, I know you do. But as you said, I mean, <laughs> I don't we, think you've
3: had
2: it off you since since Tuesday. <laughs> no,
3: I got a lot of
0: stick at work today. <laughs> um, but we we genuinely do. Um, we 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 had talked about this um, quite a bit. Where and even I think in, in, in our off season before even coming into this this season, um, we were talking about like little bits of changes that we'd like to kind of maybe add or kind of do to the podcast. I think one of the things we talked about was. Well, we're, we're, we know we're not like the other, um, you know, maybe podcasts that are out there, you know, we've never really been about the interviews. We've never really been about, you know, that kind of, that side of thing. It's really just our take sitting around microphones and chatting. But we wanted to kind of maybe just add little bits and pieces here and there. yeah And there's just a couple of little features we're going to try and maybe do before the end of the season if we can, which we don't really want to give away just yet. Yep. Um, but, um, yeah, thank you so much. No, and again, it's all about learning and, you know, maybe we'll take it further.
1: It's all been interesting. We've obviously, we've done a couple of, uh, interviews before we've obviously had craig simpson from yep. uh, the nihl here uh on the podcast a couple of seasons ago uh and also uh, ed courtney uh in fife i had the chance to chat with him when he came over with his uh college team um but getting to do this sort of thing here in belfast it was always something that we we wanted to have a go at at least and see how it would work but yeah lots of lots of thoughts for the future uh it gives us more ideas so again yeah thank you very much to the organization for for allowing that
0: and the late league teams were coming for you Yes,
1: exactly. Um, Luke Fisher, if you're out there, um, where's my Elite League pass? Um, That takes us to the end of period three. We move on then to our star segment. Our star segment then is where uh, we all get to highlight uh, a player, a team, a goal, anything specific that we think is worthy of special recognition. Um, As you know, this season, what we've done is we throw out the the names every uh, podcast um, and then we put a, a Twitter profile, our Twitter poll out and let the, the fans on social media decide who wins. Obviously, um, on the last podcast, uh, we only had three nominations that were out. The nominations came from myself, Marty and Aaron, uh, those being the three who currently have no points or new no points on uh, the stars competition at the moment the competition sits with dave and uh the fans on one point each uh now we have another name to add to that Ooh. so oh drum roll last drum roll time in? we could put a drum roll in <laughs> so from last podcast i actually haven't looked at this so i, I honestly I don't know, <laughs> know. <laughs> in reverse order we have me with dean smith with 11 percent of the votes in second place we have Aaron ah. with the AVFTB guys <laughs> and that means in first place and I have to say between you two uh, Aaron you got 42% of the vote Oh, the winner is Marty who takes that first step off the bottom yes. and yes. climbs that ladder with a single point uh, your nomination was Liam Morgan and you won with 47% of the vote ah So guys, thank you very much for your votes. Uh, We will be calling on you in a few moments to get back on and get voting again. This time around, it's actually, it's the same three. Yep. Dave, once again, is disqualified for being a no-show. He is six, so we do feel bad for him, but uh, yeah, you don't turn up, you don't get a knob. (laughs) Um, Fans, we got nothing again. Nothing. I mean, we said it last time, but... Who was there that
2: fell over? Joe,
0: what are you doing? Well, she sends no, one she said, of She one sent us that, but
1: it's not a star. I think had, it should be a star, though, because Devils- I think it could
0: win. Because <laughs> think
3: it's hilarious.
1: We, have, we had a Devils fan falling backwards off the bench uh, into his own bench during their CHL game against uh, Forlunda, which was quite funny. It's genius. Um, we're not counting that as a as a star, Aww. Uh joke, get my vote, sorry. Um, <laughs> we got my too. <laughs> so, that gives us three nominations. Um, I'm going to go with Aaron first. Aaron, give us your nomination and why.
2: My nomination uh, is Shane Owen. Avalanche netminder. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, even though the the results didn't go our way on Tuesday, I actually thought he played very well. Um, had some amazing saves. Um, I think by the the second period, I was like, "He's my start." I know we at that point we still hadn't, we were not going to win. Um, well, we could look at a one, but I was like, "Yeah." He's done some amazing uh, saves. Been left hand drive a few times, and I thought he was he was well worth a star.
1: Yep. Okay. Good. Um, I've got to be honest. I I'm going to give mine next. Um, I could have also gone for a netminder. Um, it probably wouldn't have been a popular one, uh, especially with our Belfast fans. Um, it may have been, but we did manage to catch some of the Cardiff Devils game Mm-mm. up in the media box. Um. Ben Ben Bounds, Bounds. it's just a worthy mention for this. He's not my nomination, but there was a a particular save uh, that he made against Forlunda. The guy is continuing to raise his profile internationally. It was was absolutely amazing. That said, however, my nomination is um, another Belfast Giants player in Bobby Farnham. I think it's the second time I've nominated him now for a star. There's lots of reasons that you can put Bobby Farnham down. The biggest one is and I'm not going to say word for word what I've put in the running order here because otherwise there'd be a lot of bleeps in it, but during that CHL game, he was everywhere on the ice. He was in everyone's face, every opposition's uh, player's face when they had the puck, when he was on the ice, and he hit anything that moves. Mm. He laid an absolutely enormous check in the corner in, essentially you could call it an open ice hit. It was gigantic mm. um let alone the fact that less than two minutes into the game he also dislodged the plexi during a check so, as well yes <laughs> yes it Gina. was incredible yeah the guy is all over the place i said it during the first game that i saw him in i missed preseason. the first game i saw him in, he is my spirit animal
3: um,
1: <laughs> i've also got to be perfectly honest absolute gentleman during the interviews um after the game absolute gentleman um very well spoken um, very good at doing this sort of press end of things understands the game Is a brilliant guy to actually have a chat with Um, even reflecting on a loss like that you can hear from the interview he absolutely understands the positives that the team can take from that yeah, oh yeah. so for all of those reasons Bobby Farnham gets my star Marty that leaves us with you yeah. uh, your nomination
0: who and why well this is my second attempt to try and um get a star with the same player because I've nominated him already at the start of this season uh, but my nomination, uh, for this game, and again, no surprising. We we just watched some CHL action. Um, my also is it, my choice is also a Belfast chance player in the form of Liam Reddicks. Um, uh, my reason for Liam Reddicks, um, partly what you kind of mentioned there are in terms of like you know while you were saying about how you know some of those saves and you kind of came to the point where we were kind of like where the game might have ended, but then there was kind of this hope. And there that was ho- a, There that was hope, a glimmer of hope. That hope came in the form of Liam Reddicks. Um, two goals. Uh, in the game. Um. First and two goals for Belfast? First two goals for Belfast and he played a great game Um, and his first goal really was just I squeezed it in was just phenomenal little bit of game little bit of play and I just thought you know what this it was needed at that point and it really did raise it raised the fans spirits yep. to the point where there was this almost yeah. belief when it came to that two goals back and we were one goal we were within one goal and there was still that time left on the clock and you could feel the energy just all of a sudden just lift within the crowd. It was there. I mean, I don't know from from your point of view, you were sitting up in the box. Like, what does it sound like up there from whenever all of a sudden it just broke out? Like it's
1: it's funny you I talk could about see, the, the see, sounds.
0: One thing I will mention is, and this is one thing I will mention, is the first goal was scored. John and Dave did their best at the first goal. They kind of like, you know, acting <sighs>
1: professional, like, yeah. oh you yeah. know. Clap, I, I have to be clap. honest, the first the That's first set. goal, it was it was a 3-1 goal. It was the Giants' first goal. Yeah. The up in the box. There was an air of that's fantastic, but we're not going to get carried yeah, away. Of course, we're not. So there was a bit, a bit of clapping, bit of shouting, but no one. And I'll be honest, no one got up, up off their seats. No, because everyone was doing work. The second goal. Yeah. Everyone in that box was on their feet.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I,
1: I will admit, I even I, if we were recording audio up there, like you would have to do yeah. a lot of beeping because you'd have to turn it down and do a lot of beeping because i gave it stacks yeah. on the second I mean, goal
0: sitting 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 just in usual door 14 at that point I, I mean just the sheer noise volume just even for me for like, it's it's one of those ones where when you get into the games like this and it's such important games and like at this level and this the, just the sign was just almost i don't know what happened it just it amplified at that moment and mm. everything just like it it just became almost crazed i mean the the atmosphere just i mean it was 100, 180, complete switch. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it was just phenomenal. And it was down to the lame reddicks in those two goals. And although it didn't go our way in the end, but those two goals played a massive point. And also oh, it was aye. his first two goals for for, for, for the Belfast Giants. So yep. mm. it has to be mentioned.
1: Was, it was good. That's good. So there we go. The, the three nominations for the star uh, this podcast round are Aaron with Belfast Giants netminder Shane Owen. Myself with Belfast Giants player Bobby Farnham and Marty with Belfast Giants player Liam Reddix.
2: I know that they're all Belfast Giants players, but it it's great that even though that game didn't go our, our way, we still have so many positives to take away from yeah. it. Like, we're like, look Indeed. at these players. They were playing top-notch. Yeah,
1: no, great. 100%, definitely. Okay, um, we will pop those up on a poll on Twitter. It will be up for a week, and we want you guys to give us your opinion. Um. Is Marty going to be the first one to take a 2-1 lead I in the competition? Or will me or Aaron tie <laughs> things mean. up in a four-way tie and take our first point and leave <sighs> one person oh. on no points? Oh, Ooh.
0: Time will tell. Time, Time will, tell. will tell. Okay, um, that takes us to the end of our star segment and will take us on to um, our next segment. But I need to cue the music first. Our next oh, no, segment no, up.
2: No, 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 no. Don't be really playing the music just yet. Oh. He has a build-up. Oh, well, <laughs> because it's that time of the night. Because we, cause we recorded at nights, we have to turn down the lights, we have to chill out, have a hot cup of cocoa, put down the 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 put down <laughs> put down the if cat you say put down book. a towel, no, I'm gonna get no, really worried. Put down the cat <laughs> in the hat book and turn a page on the ABCs of hockey. So, what letter are we on this week, guys? Uh, if my, if my <laughs> we answer are is correct. We're on K for cat. <laughs> K, K for cat. K I learnt this. Cat. You learnt these letters We're on well. curly K. Curly K for, K, curly K for K, C. Otherwise known as C. <laughs> C. Also known <laughs> as the letter C. Um, guys, what do you think when it comes to hockey? What do you think the letter C is? Do you know what?
0: It's not even a joke, right? I have been sitting like the last few days when I knew this podcast was coming up and I was... Genuinely thinking C, what could C be? I've literally been thinking this for death. I'm like, what could it be? Because there's so there is quite there a quite so many there that are we can so choose from. My I've decided my choice is going to be captain.
1: Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay. Mine. See, I'm not entirely convinced of this one because I don't know whether it should be a C or an X. Um, I'm gonna go with cross-checking.
2: C or X for cross-checking. <laughs> Okay. okay. I have a
1: feeling X because
0: it's gonna be very hard to pick something for X, and I was gonna hold on to X for cross checking. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Or, but only other one I can think of is, Crease. Coach. See,
2: there's so many because I was like, Coach, Crease, uh, Captain. I, I couldn't think, so a Captain. I'm going with Captain. You're going with Captain. You're going with. I'm perfect. gonna go with cross checking. Okay. It's not neither of those two, oh. but it is one that you just mentioned there. Coach. Uh, okay. Well done, Marty. Okay. Thanks. No, I, but again, it was my original choice, so. Yeah, for this I did decide... You half a point. I oh, was thanks. going to look up, you know, like, some of the best uh, coaches in NHL history and give you a little bit about that. I know I said it last time, but this is
1: still my favourite bit because we all <laughs> learn something. Mostly we learn, and we... I think we should actually, before we go into this, <laughs> we need to make an apology. An yes, amend- oh, an, an amendment. amendment. I t- yes. So in the last one... Um, B was for the two bobbies. Two bobbies. And what did you say, John? I said a Bobby or hat trick, which let's be honest, you two agreed with. I kind of was like, that sounds vaguely familiar. (laughs) And it wasn't until, and fair play to him for actually listening, Dave listened back to the podcast and went, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) This This
2: is why we need him.
1: (laughs) What are you guys talking about a Bobby or hat trick for? Yep. So yeah, we we got that wrong. It's it's Gordie Howe hat trick.
0: Um, <laughs> At least we're big enough to admit it. We're never. We don't, we don't is, know.
1: We don't know anything. <laughs> the best. Thing, I don't know how good or bad a reflection this is, but nobody pointed that out to us on Twitter.
0: No, that's true. Never got nobody. Or got that social far. media,
1: so that either means that we know as much as our fans,
0: or they didn't. Or.
1: Get that far. We no have listened. no fans. <laughs> so no <one> <laughs> We're
0: just talking to ourselves.
1: No, I mean, I checked the stats. Some people listened to that podcast. There was at least I mean, two. I mean, <laughs> well, there was at least four, because, I mean, I played it a couple of times, just to boost <laughs> the numbers. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know what happened there. But, yeah, actual apology. We never claimed to know anything. No. Nope. But we got that one wrong. So, yeah, sorry. No. So, so let's all learn something. I'm going to stay quiet and well, not really, actually say anything
2: this time. No, you, you are, because you are going to teach us.
3: Oh no. oh, no.
2: Oh, no. So, as I say, I did look up, like, some of the greatest NHL uh, coaches of all time, but I thought I'd keep it a little closer to home. Mm. And ask you. And it's a kind of a test of knowledge. Now, hopefully there was going to, because I was hoping Dave was going to be here, and We're there's so many answers so here, here that we could have a, a, a right winner. But because there's only two of you, we could have a tie. We'll settle it with a thumb war. So... In now, this is off wiki <laughs> of Wikipedia, <laughs> so the, <laughs> the good. fountain of all knowledge, yeah, the fountain of all knowledge in the Giants' history, there has been 10 head coaches. Oh my god! Now, keep in mind, we only started going f-
0: properly from 2007, so I could probably only go for a good guess from 2007 up. I probably couldn't do very much before that. I know i could uh, probably no, here. What are you doing? I'm in not good on anything, I'm <laughs> gonna write things
2: down. I'm I trying to think... For
0: so how many? Do you, can you tell us how, how many altogether?
2: There's ten. Ten. Okay. Okay. So, ten. do you want to just do you want to try to rhyme off random ones, or so do you want to try to do years? I'll do the
0: ones that I know, but I can't. I, I and kind of roughly the years that I, the years that I know. I'll tell, you, tell you what. Well, I'll go with. So I I know the first one I know is obviously Dave Whistle. Okay. Right. Pause.
2: John, you've got one. Uh.
1: So Ed
5: Courtney.
2: Ed Courtney, of course. Do you remember the years? No.
3: <laughs> <Before>. <laughs> Roughly. And only
0: because way before my time. Ed <laughs> Courtney was, uh, the co- his last season of coaching was our f- officially our first full year of going to the Giants, but he was also the head coach the year before that too. And I think he was head coach for maybe, is it potentially three seasons, was it? He so was head coach.
2: 2005 to 2008. Yep. So David so Whistle, 2000 to 2003. Ed Courtney, 2005 to yep. 2008. Doug Christensen. Doug Christensen. Can you remember the years?
0: Uh, He came in after, no he didn't, Thornton came in after, Steve Thornton came in after yeah. Um, Ed Courtney because he came in and because they announced him with Thornton's chocolates at the playoffs games and that was 2008, oh, 2008 then to 2000 and, oh my god I couldn't guess what year it was. It's too, okay. It's two seasons I think. Steve, Steve Thornton was? His, his original, his first one and then he came back again for another season. Did
1: you just do two then?
0: I you did
2: two. Per- Technically. Per- 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 so does that mean I have to do two then? Yeah, you've. Go for it. I've got three now.
1: Okay. Well I'm gonna go uh with two easy ones then. I'm gonna go with uh Paul 80 Yeah. Yeah and Derek Walser.
2: Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, technically there's not there's not You technically done three there because there's ten came there's back. T- he came back. So that's that takes out one.
0: Um obviously so then I can only think of t- Obviously then Adam Keith is our yeah. current coach. We um, have a list
1: of eight here. Who have I missed? There's Tony Hand
2: Yep You haven't mentioned him yet
0: Yep Tony Hand That's right That's before Ed Courtney and He then was, 2000, my... he was 2004 to
2: 2005 I think you're missing Directly after David Whistle So we've got 2003 to so 2004 we've
0: done, we've So the, season, the seasons where I didn't go at all So, the seasons, yep. the, so this is a season I, Where I, I wouldn't right, know Right
1: so I'm, I'm pretty sure We've gone through these ones So we've done Dave yep. Dave Whistle Doug Steve Tony Ed Adam Paul 88 and Derek Walser.
3: Hmm.
1: Was there, is there another player, Coach? You get the list there.
2: How many have you got on your list?
3: Eight. Is so that so technically... Missing
0: no, because then you said there's... So there's nine there, there's altogether. Nine, you've got nine one altogether. More. Got one more. <laughs> the one missing. There's, the, so, there's there, that one in the middle and I can't so many who people it is.
2: screaming at us right now. I know. Now. I know there is. Doesn't he have a... Doesn't he share a name with a singer? I could be wrong by that. Somebody Beyonce? I could be. (laughs) I could be get, maybe I'm wrong with the singer's name.
0: This is going to do my head in. Um,
1: I think just for listener ability, I think we should probably put ourselves out of misery and say that we don't know and move on. Reveal it.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Rob Stewart. Not. Was Rob Stewart a head coach?
1: He must have been, yeah. I think he was. For one season. Was it one season? One season. of the boards in McCool's I think he's down as head coach Head
0: coach. I'm just thinking of him as assistant I just I apologise but I always just imagine him as assistant coach I've always just imagined him as that so I apologise
1: Right well there's one interview we're never getting <laughs> well, what There you go badly? He's learned there we we go. Actually to be fair we, we knew He's done well probably more he's than done I thought well. and yeah. to yeah. be honest I've only been here for what four of those coaches I was here for Doug Christensen I've been here for a Adam mm. Paul mm. and Derek that's all I've yeah, been here so
0: for. I've been here for one,
1: two, three, four, five, six. Six of them? Wow. Well, I think we did not. You've
2: math. done well. That's not bad. Wow, C C was good. Yep. We do I have like captains C. as well if you wanted to do captains. No 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 no, no, no 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 We'll do that when we come back around to see you again.
1: We'll do that in twenty six podcasts.
2: Yep. Well done guys. You've got the letter see well thank you very much again
0: uh another learning uh opportunity for us here on the podcast and we didn't do too badly as you say he's done um, well. just that one and as i say that was a tr- uh, In my head i was like it's rob stewart because, but then i kept thinking nobody's he's he's an assistant coach so i apologize again but uh yes aaron thank you so much um and that really takes us then to the end of our podcast um so as usual you can get involved listen to our previous episodes and everything else on uh door14hockey.com uh, check out our social medias, um, all the usual places: Facebook, which has started being used again. I've noticed, uh, Instagram, and Twitter at Door Fourteen Hockey. Um, and just get involved. Uh, check out our poll, get involved, and tick off and see who you think should be this week's star. Um, and also just send us in any uh, of your thoughts and opinions uh, for future episodes. Um, if there's nothing else, then no, I'm to, good. Yeah, nothing else, John. No, all I'm happy? good. Okay, that takes us to the end of this week's show. Uh, uh that leads me in to say, I'm Marty. I'm Art. I'm
1: John. Have a great week.